listen to this. Listen, this is the latest thing they're all losing their minds over, and it's totally fine. This is the thing about the blood and the poison, right? The blood and the poison at the rally. And they say, well, Donald, uh, Hitler, you talked about poison and blood. Hitler talked about summer and winter as well, right? It's (laughs) go ahead. Country, when they do that, we got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world. They're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. Uh, The crime is going to be tremendous. The terrorism is going to be terrorism is going to be. And we built a tremendous piece of the wall and then we country. All right, so that's what they're all upset about, poisoning uh, the blood of our country, and somehow he's trying. they're trying to say it's racist or something like that. Uh, countries have uh, you know, red, white, and blue. Uh, his, his blood bleeds red, white, and blue, the lifeblood of a country. It's, this is symbolic, obviously. This is, is not – and the corrupt – I don't understand. Like the, we don't have – it's not like we have a uniform race here or anything like that to corrupt. It doesn't – it doesn't make any sense what they're saying about him and too corrupt, like in that whole kind of weirdo purity Nazi way of looking at the world. That's not what he was talking about. And here's J.D. Vance, great United States senator. He's a freshman, right, from Ohio. He's been they bother him about this. You know, all day long, reporters try to uh, ask public officials, hey, what do you think about Donald Trump? Said, do you condemn his remarks? And at one point, he just had it, and he really, really kind of smacks this reporter around. Go ahead with that, please. And so, so what do you have to say to um, the former president's comments over the weekend about immigrants and saying that they're poisoning the blood of America? Well, look, I've been asked this question a number of times, and here's here here's my view on these comments. First of all, he didn't say immigrants were poisoning the blood of this country. He said illegal immigrants were poisoning the blood of the country, which is objectively and obviously true to anybody who looks at the statistics about fentanyl overdoses. And I I think just one, one observation about the press as an organization, you guys seem far more upset about the guy who criticized the problem than you did about Joe Biden, who's causing this problem. Can what? you just go back to his comments, though, sure. and sort of using language that we heard you know, during World War II? I'm sure you're a student of history. You're well aware what that kind of language represents in, in historical context. What organization do you represent? I work at the Associated Press. The idea that I am well aware, you just framed your question implicitly assuming that Donald Trump is talking about Adolf Hitler. It's absurd. It is absurd. Why do you think that Donald Trump's language is targeted at the blood of the immigrants and not at the blood of the American citizens who are being poisoned by the fentanyl problem? I think this is ridiculous. If you watch the speech in context and you look at what's going on, it is obvious that he was talking about the the very clear fact that the blood of Americans is being poisoned by a drug epidemic. The, to, to, see, to take that comment and then to immediately assume that he's talking about immigrants as Adolf Hitler talked about Jews is preposterous. You guys need to wake up and actually do some journalism. Should he use different here, 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 language then? Here's the problem with that question and that framing. You are allegedly a journalist. You're supposed to hold, speak truth to power. 
And yet, you're trying to circumscribe and narrow the limits of debate on immigration in this country. What you're doing is not speaking truth to power. You're trying to police the guy who's criticizing the problem so that Americans don't pay attention to the guy who caused the problem. Okay. It's an absurd question. It's an absurd framing. Yeah, coming from the Associated Press. I do think there are a couple of ways to look at that uh, that blood of the nation thing. Just the blood. A nation has values. It has nothing to do with race, the nation, you know, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, that the citizenship oath you have to take. That uh, people talk about the blood of the country, the lifeblood of the country. I think lifeblood might be uh, taxes, but I've heard Joe Biden make similar references. Um, it's in our blood as Americans to do such and such. Does it mean that we look a certain way or nothing like that? It, it's it's all about our common values, our, our just our our traditions, our culture. Doesn't mean we have to agree on everything, but there are certain things that are supposed to bind us and bring us together. And that was really interesting. I don't think actually it's the the job of journalists to speak truth to power. I don't like that phrase, truth to power. Why? I mean, what about a reporter just going out there? Okay, this happened. Just reporting on what happened. But he was right. Senator Vance, very, very much so. You're trying to police. It's a far cry. A lot of journalists will say that our job is to speak truth to power. But in, in right now, they're defending the powerful and going after those who are criticizing the powerful, like Donald Trump, who's no longer a president. He's a uh, he's a private citizen. And those who support him, he you should have used you should have condemned that language. You should have. Wasn't it like just drawing these absurd lines? Well, good for uh, good for him. I like him. Keep your eye on J.D. Vance, possibly, possibly a uh, vice presidential uh, pick for. For Donald Trump. The other thing, they don't actually have the audio, but they're hyperventilating on hyperventilating on CNN right now about some phone call Trump made to Michigan in 2020. Can I hear that, please? Aaron Burnett, noted liar, host of the 7 p.m. show, out front with Aaron Burnett, total liar. You got to remember that about Aaron Burnett. Go. A significant report uh, just crossing tonight, but I want to share with you, just coming out, saying that then President Trump is actually recorded on tape. And he is recorded on tape pressuring two Republican members of the Wayne County canvassers, uh, most populous county in, in Michigan, not to certify the 2020 presidential election. Now, this is a phone call. According to a phone call on November 17th, 2020, Trump is on the phone call. Right. So Trump's on the phone call with, with, with just people certifying an election in the state. And he's telling the two Republicans that they'd look, quote, terrible if they signed the certification, adding, quote, we've got to fight for our country. We can't let these people take our country away from us. Later saying you take care of lawyers for them. According to this report, which is just breaking, the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee, Ronna McDaniel, was also on the call and then told the two canvassers, quote, if you can go home tonight, do not sign it. We will get you attorneys. And that's when Trump replied, quote, we'll take care of that. Craig Mauger, who broke this story, uh, is for the Detroit Noise News, joins me on the phone. Noise. Craig, yeah. I just had a chance here to, 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 to read this uh, as, it, as you... Uh, as this is crossing, you're breaking news. I just want to emphasize here, this is, uh, at best time, the President of the United States, on tape, recorded for four minutes of a longer exchange, uh, talking, pressuring these individuals. You've heard much of this tape. Can you tell us Get to the what tape. you hear Trump say? What I heard listening to the audio of this conversation was the then-President of the United States encouraging, pressuring, contending, arguing 
in favor of these two Republican county canvassers not signing the certification of the 2020 election. All right, guess what? You're allowed to do that. It's called politics. It's called politics. And Donald Trump uh, believed that Michigan believed that there was cheating, that it happened in Michigan. If you believe that they were cheating, and they'll never be able to prove that he did not believe that. And maybe, just maybe, one day will be allowed they just might be able to prove that there was cheating. Hey, relax, everybody. Don't call the FBI. It seems ridiculous. I got to say this every time I hint that the election may not have been totally legitimate. But I understand that President Biden is president. Okay? I can still want to know that, hey, I'll go back to 1960. It's funny. I can go back to 1960 and say, hmm, maybe Richard Nixon got more votes than JFK. And no one has a problem with that. But if I go back to 2020 and say, hmm, maybe Donald Trump got more votes than Joe Biden, they'll be protesting outside before you know it. They'll be calling the FBI and FCC and you get all kinds of, ooh, 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 don't go there. Why the hell not? I understand, just like JFK, he was the one inaugurated on January 20th, 1961, and so was uh, George W. Bush. Hey, I could re- I could actually... Uh, how many votes were cast in the in Florida? Fifteen million, and and Bush won by five hundred and thirty-seven. Will we ever really know who actually won that election? I know this: that Lyndon Johnson lost a Senate election in nineteen forty-eight. Lost, and he cheated with forty-three votes. They cheated. They 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 outright cheated. They admitted it later. Lyndon Johnson would never have become president had he not been elected to the Senate then, but he became president November twentieth, nineteen sixty-three. Okay. I don't go around trying to say he wasn't president. I'm not trying to go around saying that Joe Biden is not president. So we can talk about that election. We should be able to talk about it without fear of reprisal. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.